Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Grace and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. I have to start out by tipping my hat to our Rita Cosby. To Rita Cosby. I just attended an event where Rita was the MC and helped raise money for young kids, higher education, many going to school, uh, higher education to college for the first time in their families. And this was for Long Island University, LIU. And I'm told uh, that the event pulled in close to $2 million, close to $2 million. I'm told it pulled in all because of the hard work of Rita Cosby, one of the things that she does that the public does not really know about. But, but uh, Rita, thank you for what you did. Ernie Anastas was part of the program. Ernie is always so positive, so positive. And uh, our president of Red Apple Media, Chad Lopez, was there as well. It's Friday, and we are going into Memorial Day weekend. But a programming note, I will be here Sunday evening at midnight, my regular slot going into Monday. Then at 7.20 a.m., 7.20 a.m. on Memorial Day, I I will be with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, on the morning show at 7.20 a.m. as Mr. Katsimatidis hosts the morning show. Then... Uh, we've received all the emails where you folks say in some cases that I should be day side. So that's exactly what I will be on, on Memorial Day. I will be filling in for Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly from one to three PM and then Memorial Day night going into Tuesday. I will be back at my regular time slot. Mayor Adams was also at the, uh, event that Rita Cosby, uh, hosted and Adams gave up pretty good speech. He gave a pretty good speech. But here's what's clear. Here is what is crystal clear. Progressive politics are not working. It's not working. Things are going from bad to worse. Bad to worse. Not improving. A teenager arrested in a random beating of a man 71 years of age. As the NYPD continues to seek additional suspect in the elderly assault, 14 years old, 14 years old, a boy busted this week for allegedly 
slugging an elderly man in, in, in what's become familiar and regular, an unprovoked attack. This time it happened in Midtown. The teen was nabbed at his home Wednesday and charged with assault in connection to the uh, May 6th uh, assault on the 71-year-old man on West 55th Street near Broadway. The boy approached the man from behind just after 9 p.m., punched him in the face, and pulled him to the ground, authorities say. Then took off, and the senior was taken to the hospital for medical treatment. Days after the attack, police released a photo of the suspect where he was standing with one clenched fist. And the police were able to track him down. Things are going from bad to worse. In a separate incident later this month, a 69-year-old woman was slugged on board a Queens train about 12.50 p.m. Friday. The victim riding a Manhattan-bound E-train, sounds familiar, right? Approaching Queens Plaza when the stranger approached her. He punched her, according to police, once in the head without stating a word before getting off the train when it pulled into the station. Things are getting worse, not better. The progressive politics hold them by the hand. Kumbaya, social worker of the year. I love social workers. They do, they do remarkable work. But we don't need social workers in public office. And we damn sure don't need social workers as district attorneys. But if you heard the uh, news headlines uh, that, that I do, we're constantly looking at, constantly, more money for migrants. More, more, more. My wife and I headed to the event that Rita was emceeing, I had to make sure my eyes were not blurred. And we were were coming from Rockland County, coming down the uh, Palisades Parkway, down the Henry Hudson, and we get off at 57th Street, headed to the uh, Plaza Hotel. And I, I had to say to my wife, Marilyn, is that what I think it is? And she said, yes. And I said, on that lady's back, is that what I think it is? She said, yes. And it was a woman who appeared by almost every account, so I have to believe this was the case, to be a migrant. It was two of them out on the highway. And they were trying to sell candy, a story we told you about earlier this week. And she had a baby that was a an infant wrapped up on her back. And I'm looking, and the cruise ships are off to the right, and it's fleet week, so all the military personnel, and shout out to to the military, military personnel, especially this weekend coming up, and we're so glad to have you in our city and so honored to have you in your uniforms walking around on display representing our country. Thank you for being here, and thank you for what you do. But I have to be honest, folks, I, I asked my wife, I said, um, we, we're starting to look like a third world country right here in New York. 
as I'm watching the ladies go from car to car trying to sell their candy. But more money for migrants, more money for migrants. And I could not believe a headline that I looked at today. I just got sick to my stomach and disgusted. The NYPD, which handles school crossing guards, they're cutting the guards, the crossing guards, the school crossing guards by 18%. 18%. So the city of New York is now temporarily housing asylum seekers and several centers respite uh, centers that are popping up around the city with little notice to their surrounding communities. And these so-called respite centers are temporary shelters that offer, and, and this is the way this should have been done from day one. It offers migrants little more than a cot to sleep on, and they are apparently an alternative to school gyms. Mayor Adams says that it, this is being done because the shelter system is on the verge of completely collapsing. It is a bit late for that. Pennywise pound foolish. Pennywise pound foolish. Some of you know that saying. This, as more and more and more money is spent on migrants, but you're going to cut school crossing guards, the workforce, by 18% for the next fiscal year as a cost-cutting move. According to an NYPD spokesman, the reductions will be made by, quote, eliminating vacant positions. In other words, insisting no one will be fired. But you heard that one before. Remember when we were told that um, the toll booth clerks would, would not lose their jobs? When When's the last time any of us have really seen a toll booth clerk <laughs> with, with the uh, with the invent of uh, of uh, Easy Pass? Right? We were told no, they're not going to lose their jobs. Look at the Mario Cuomo Bridge. Look Look at the uh, Tappan Zee Bridge. A new name. Any of them, and and they're gone. And so crossing guards fear that layoffs are around the corner. School crossing guards are important. Dominic, why are you talking about school crossing guards? Well, because they're important because they're at the local level. They represent the local community. They help the children, help the kids, but they also deter crime to a degree when you look at the aspect that a criminal knows the school crossing guard is there Watching, Pennywise pound foolish. Pennywise found foolish. That's used to describe something that is done to save a small amount of money now on the front side, but will cost a large amount of money in the future. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. In a minute, we're going to start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, on this Friday morning, 800-848-9222. And uh, taxpayer-funded CUNY, here we go with the machete professor, is facing calls to crack down, no, on its vetting of adjunct professors. 
since fired professor uh, Shalene Rodriguez, who proudly displays anti-cop tattoos, was arrested Thursday for holding a machete to a post reporter's neck. All you have to do is look online to, and the, the articles will describe what the tattoos mean. And she's been slapped with harassment and menacing charges and was escorted out of the 43rd precinct in the Bronx in handcuffs. Hey, you have to give this much to the professor. She was all smiles. She was all smiles as she walked out handcuffed and was escorted out. And the question that begs, some are asking how someone like Miss Rodriguez, a self-described black Marxist, what exactly is that? Can some of you help me? What is a self-described black Marxist? And how could someone like this in the first place end up teaching at a public college? How? And so keep in mind, keep in mind, and we're going to let you hear this again tonight, and then we're going to start with the telephone calls. The video that went viral where she's cursing out, this is what started all of this, cursing out pro-life students at Hunter College. And this is what she had to say to students that was only manning a table with pro-life material on the table. You're not educating This is propaganda. What are you going to do, like anti-trans next? Is that what you're going to do next? I mean, no, we're talking about abortion. This is This is violent. You're triggering my students. I'm sorry about that. You're, no, you're not. Because you I'm can't sorry. even have a baby. So you don't even know what that is. You don't even know what this is. Get this out of here, now, does that sound like a college professor to you, a reputable college professor? Doesn't sound that way to me. I remember Roseanne Brooks, Roseanne Brooks, Dr. Roseanne Brooks in sociology up at SUNY Cortland. And um, Roseanne Brooks Bless her, bless her heart. Uh, she's probably deceased now, but who knows? Roseanne Brooks, my sociology professor, and she was a chain smoker. And one day, I'm about to start your, with your calls in one second. One day with Dr. Brooks, I'm in the elevator. And she's in between puffing her cigarettes and very renowned, respected professor. And she goes, Mr. Carter, why are you rushing so badly to get out of college. And I said, Dr. Brooks, you don't understand. I'm, I'm from the projects in New York City. I've got to make it. I have no other choice. I've got to get out of school as soon as possible and get a job. I've got to. I've got to. She cut me off. Mr. Carter, <laughs> she said, all you're going to do is graduate and then spend the rest of your life paying bills. Enjoy your education, Mr. Carter. And she got off the elevator. I'll always remember that story. I'll always remember my professors. My professors sound absolutely nothing. Undergraduate or graduate up at Syracuse University, the Newhouse School. 
And up in Syracuse, it was all business because we make the best of the best of the best of journalists. And I compare that to uh, Machete Professor. That's her name, Machete Professor. So let's start with the telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Al in Yonkers, I believe you have the answer for what a black Marxist is. Is that correct, Al? Yeah, good morning, Dominic. Well, the only one that came to my mind was when I think uh, she was involved, I believe, with a cop killing, and she's been on the lam for uh, many decades now, and they believe she's hiding out in Cuba. I think that's Angela. Right, Chesamai. I was going to say Angela Davis, but no, Angela Davis is a professor in California. But go ahead. No, I just want to say, so when you brought that up, I just that was an example that came to my mind, uh, Joanne Chesamai. Okay, so I think it's Chesamai, but... But yes. do you, but do you know what what it means? Because with all due respect, I have no idea what it means. No, I, I just thought you know an example of you know somebody who I thought might uh, be an example of what you were saying. Well, Al, thank you. But but it begs it begs the question of what is somebody like this doing in a in a classroom uh, that's paid for by taxpayers? I don't care if she's teaching art. Thank you for the call, Al. That poor kid, I want you folks to listen to it again. That poor kid behind the table, all he's doing, and the female that's standing there with him, is giving students an option on the issue of abortion, and he has pro-life pamphlets on the table. She walks up to the students, and she just she's angry and outraged, and, and then she says, what's next, anti-trans? And... Then she tells him, you can't even have a baby, right? I, I don't know. Maybe Professor Machete has children. I, I, I don't know. But again, and I'm about to go to uh, Michael in New Jersey. But again, I want you to listen to how this professor treated these kids. Because frankly, she's got this young man for life. And you hear him listen closely He's going to say, I'm sorry. And he apologizes to the professor. You're not educating shit. This is propaganda. What are you going to do? Like anti-trans next? Is that what you're going to do next? I mean, no, we're, we're talking about abortion. This is shit. This is violent. You're triggering my students. Oh, I'm sorry about that. You're, no, you're not. Because you I'm can't sorry. even have a baby. That's so you don't even know what that is. You don't even know what this is. Get this shit out of here. You go, Machete Professor. You told him. You told him. You told the Post reporter. You told the Post photographer. Get away from me. I've got a machete. Way to go. What a tremendous role model. Thank you, Professor Machete. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. Uh, It's very, very simple. Someone who says I'm a black Marxist is someone who's black, and they're basically a communist. If they were white, they'd say I'm a white Marxist, a white communist. If they were Hispanic, they would say I'm a brown or I'm Hispanic uh, communist. That's all it means. But anyway, that's the explanation. But that's not why I called. The reason I called is, Dominic, I really, really like you. I do. And I think 99% of the time, you're honest. But lately, you've been saying things that you yourself don't even believe. Like you constantly say, Mr. Mayor, 
you may not have more than one term in office. He will be reelected. If a moron idiot like de Blasio, who was white, can be elected in a city which is predominantly minority, the mayor is definitely going to be reelected. There's no question about it. He will be reelected. I mean, think of it. Didn't they reelect de Blasio? And he, I mean, according to you, and I think so too, he had to be the worst mayor the city ever had. Well, now I think Eric Adams might be in tie with him, might, might be tied. So he will be reelected, and that will be the end of his career. I, I think you know that, but it, it, it scares the hell out of you to say, yes, we're going to have another moron for two terms. God help the city and God help the people. Well, Michael, the the reason why I say I'm not sure, because I remember, uh, I'm going to give you three examples. I remember when I said uh, Bloomberg was going to win, and I came under tremendous fire. What are you talking about? He can't win. Many other candidates have spent money, but money does not equate message and does not equate connecting, resonating with voters. And then Bloomberg won, and then everybody said, oh, I said Bloomberg was going to win. Everybody claimed credit then. Another example, people said, if you go on conventional wisdom, that Rudy Giuliani was not going to defeat David Dinkins. And it was clear after Dinkins' first term, and, and I, you know, Mr. Dinkins is someone I have respect for. And, uh, you know, I, I also have respect for the, for the dead. He's no longer with us, but I said Rudy was going to win. And then with Trump, if you go with by conventional, everyone says now, Oh, yes, I said Trump was going to win. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. They made fun of me. They made fun of me and said, I didn't know what I was talking about. So what I'm trying to say, Michael, is that sometimes conventional wisdom goes out the window. And with this migrant mess, so tonight, the mayor gave a very good speech that resonated, right? He really did. But when you look at the actions, right, with the migrant situation, and, I, I mean, Michael, I, I, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand why we have to destroy our city to bring in people that, frankly, are just pimping us. I, I don't get that part. But you never know with elect, elective office, so that's why I say it's not guaranteed. If you say, Michael, there's a strong possibility he will be reelected, Mayor Adams, yes, but you never know. Never never say never. Yeah, but, it, it, see, you are very, very clear thinking. You have an enormous amount of common sense. Well, thank you. But to be, no, you do. You do. You, I mean, you look at the person and you say, is this person helping the city? Is he helping me or is he destroying the city and hurting me? And that's a, the normal way of thinking. The problem is a lot of people in the city, white and black, I give you a perfect example, Stan, who is white, is an imbecile. And, and so is Teddy. They'll probably vote for Adams. Whereas you're black and you have more brains in your rear end than both of them put together have in their head. Well, I, 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 like, I wouldn't describe like I wouldn't describe Teddy or Stan that way. Um, well, you know, they, 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 they're entitled to their views, just like they're destroying the city. They're destroying the, somebody like you will save the city. You will save it. They will help destroy it. And, and you know what they'll do, which is even worse when the city gets bad enough. 
They'll pack up and leave. You know, you know Michael. That's what liberal you, you, white you, you, people you do. Know, you know, Michael, I'm about to say something that hopefully it won't get me in trouble. Um, and if you understand that my heart is with the community. So my wife and I, we're in the car, and this is after Adam spoke. And um, and I'm, I'm driving her back to her car and um, and before uh, coming to the station, and and she said to me, you should, you know, get yourself together and you should run. This is what she says to me, right? And I said, I, I, I but well, wait, 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 wait. And I said, I, I said, I, I, I can't do that. And she said, why not? And I said, the reason why I couldn't do that, because the first thing to bring this city back, and I'm not talking about all people, but you, but you can ask my wife. I said, so the first thing that would have to happen is that the black community would have to be put in check. And it's as simple as that. And what I mean by that is all of this wink, wink, nod, nod to the to the criminals, it has to stop. All of this, you're one of us, no snitching. All of that, not backing the police. I it, it, The first thing I would do is bring back the anti-crime unit. Every campaign speech I gave would be I live and die on the NYPD anti-crime unit. Every speech I gave, Michael, and Michael, I appreciate your call. Thank you. Every speech I gave would be sort of what Rudy Giuliani did. I back my police officers first. I've got their back. And we'll we'll see how, how facts turn out, but I've got their back. As opposed to as opposed to what happens all across the country. Now we're in an environment, thank you, Black Lives Matter, completely irrelevant. Now we're in an environment where the police are always wrong. And look what's happening across the country. Look what's happening from city to city, state to state. The criminals are like, we have the power. And the politicians got our back. And police departments, you back up. Because all we're going to do is we're going to allege police brutality and you may lose your job. You may lose. It doesn't matter what the body cam show. You may lose your job because you are presumed, presumed guilty before innocent. If you're a police officer in the climate that we are in, I've got to take a break. When we come back, we will continue with your telephone calls. A number of topics on the table this Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Frank Morano standing by for the top of the hour. When we come back, we will go to Jericho, Brooklyn, Cranford, New Jersey, among the uh, different locations. And coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. You can also reach me, folks. I've got my uh, phone in my hand right now, and I'm opening up to uh, Twitter. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. That's at Dominic TV. Email Dominic.Carter at wabcradio.com. I had to think about that for a second. Dominic.carter at wabcradio.com. The number to call, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. 
That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good Friday morning to you. We are taking your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The city of New York opening new temporarily, temporarily housing us for housing us. Let me try it again. The city of New York now temporarily housing asylum seekers and centers which have been popping up all around the city with little notice to the surrounding communities. As long as the city touched that third rail of, of politics, in this case schools, and realized, hey, we better back off of that one, go ahead with your shelters if that's what you want to do. But it shouldn't be at the expense of all of us. And I don't know about you folks, but I, I have a lot of respect for school crossing guards. I feel they they protect the kids. And, and for those of you that think I'm right, let, let me hear from you. Do you think they do good jobs? For those of you that feel that they don't, I also want to hear from you on that front as it relates to school crossing guards. One, the, the criminals are normally sleep when they're out the school crossing guards early in the morning, but they're part of the, they're, they're part of the local fabric. They're part of the local community, every community in New York, even in a large city like this. And, they, they, you know, see something, say something. They can keep an eye out so that an old lady is not robbed. The old man is not robbed. Uh, you know, just being there in the community besides helping the kids. And you're going to slash them 18%, but you, you are breaking the bank for when it comes to migrants. That makes sense. Why can't you? I don't care what the advocates say. I'll see you in court. You say that legally I must provide shelter to to everyone that comes to the. Well, we'll let a judge decide that. We'll put my good lawyers as part of corporation counsel up against your lawyers, and we'll see what the judge decides. If the judge says that the city of New York has to provide shelter for migrants, then so be it. But you're not going to throw that down my throat, and then I've got to cut services for the people of New York City. It defies logic. Let's go to Loretta in Brooklyn. Good morning, Loretta. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. Wow, that was that was quick. <laughs> uh, you're super duper here uh, tonight. I, I miss you. I haven't been staying up. Okay. All How right. are you? I'm well. What's on your mind, Loretta? Well, my friend is a school crossing guard, three years now, simply because she helps old people, not just children. And the way she does her job, they removed her from her post over here by me. But we still talk, and she visits me. And uh, she's a kind person. Nobody does that job the way she does it. And in the beginning of the pandemic... The cops weren't wearing masks. They weren't told to. 
she wasn't told to either, and uh, she believes she got the virus from her supervisor. So she got sick, but she recovered, and I never bought a mask this whole time. She always gave me a whole bunch of masks. And she called me a fashionista. She wants to see my outfit, what I'm wearing. She wants to know how I do my hair because I cut my hair myself. And um, uh, she's just a dynamite woman. So so she, school crossing guards, are they a net gain, as I'm arguing, or, or you think we can afford to lose 18% of them for the next fiscal year? No, they're a net gain. You can't put the children in jeopardy. You can't. They're vulnerable, just like I am. And I don't need help crossing the street, but she helps me with my shopping cart, helps me get a chair in front of the Chinese laundromat. I sit and talk with her for a bit, and then on my way back, I sit and talk with her some more. And uh, just the way she does her job with everybody, she's kind to people. She says, look at the way he's walking. He's walking worse than me. And and you don't know. I mean, I use my shopping cart as a walker, and some people are not using uh, any kind of a walking aid. And she says, oh, no, he needs uh, an aid, you know, somebody to help him. I said, I agree. She just has heart for everyone. You can't eliminate. You can't replace someone like that anyway, the way she does that job. And you can't eliminate those positions. They're valuable. You don't. You have to show value in the pocketbook, in their paycheck, and 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 um, you just can't cut them. Right. It's a it's a danger. Well, Loretta, as always, I appreciate chatting with you, and thank you for the compliments and for the uh, call. You have a beautiful morning, and uh, continue to do your hair. I'm sure you look fabulous. Hey, Loretta, before I let you go, so you said you sit in front of a chair in front of the Chinese laundromat. Is that what you said? Yeah, they have two chairs outside, and I use it to rest before my shopping trip. Uh, oh, so, a... so you're not doing laundry in there while while you're waiting? No, uh, anybody can sit there, and uh, she she just is helpful, and she was helping me walk. I said, I'm dragging my left foot, and she uh, she's walking with me, and she keeps reminding me, Pick your foot up, pick your foot up. And you know I don't drag my foot anymore. Um, uh, um, what, what, what's um, her first name? You know her first Maggie. name? Maggie. Maggie. Well, do me a favor. Tell Maggie that we said thank you for all that you do, Maggie, for the community, and we appreciate you. And, Maggie, uh, thank you. Loretta, I thank you for the call. Thank, thank you, you Thank you, and you have a uh, great morning and a wonderful weekend. Mike, also in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning, Dominic. Good the morning. crossing guards are the first line of defense for children and adults to cross their street. They're the first ones to step out to make sure that it's safe for the children to walk across that street. Why in the wide world of sports you would cut them back is beyond me and beyond belief. They're going to put, they're worried so much about the illegal immigrants. Adam just got to go up here and say, look, the, hot, the, the hotel's full. Goodbye. Go go to uh, D.C. or, you know, Biden's house. <laughs> hey, Mike, you, you know what? I, I, I honestly agree with you. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's a tough situation. I, 
I, I don't get it. I don't understand what's so hard in just stating, you know, the city of New York cannot do this. And advocates, you can go file in federal court right now. I'll meet you in court, but we're not doing this anymore. And as a matter of fact, we're shutting down these hotel rooms where all the migrants were staying. Good luck with that. We'll see you in, in your next location. We wish you the very best. I, you know, Mike, I, I don't, I don't get it either, but Mike, I do appreciate your call. In a moment, I'm going to Audrey in Brooklyn regarding the 71 year old man that was attacked. And the police have arrested a teenager in that. But let's go to Jim in Poughkeepsie. Good morning, Jim. What's on your mind? Oh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'll try and be quick. I'm a little nervous. I never really talked on the radio. Don't, there, don't, don't be nervous. On a farm. Hey, Jim, it, it's a conversation. A Jim, Jim, listen to me for a second. It's a conversation yes, between you and I. Nothing to be nervous about. Go right ahead. Okay. Here I go. Thank you. Born and raised on a farm, 1961. It was always about safety first. Had a great upbringing. And safety is a, is a beautiful thing. These crossing guards are about safety. And what happened to all these people that started making you wearing a helmet riding a bicycle 40 years ago? Or all these other safety things that OSHA talks about, safety, safety, safety. Now they want to pull a crossing guard where it's the most important to have safety for the children? Agreed. Where are those people? Agreed. I'll go you a step further, Jim. I'll go you a step further. The crossing guards are more important than most politicians. How about that? I agree 100%, man. You, you know, know what I mean? Because no matter where you go, the, the, the crossing guards, you know, I drove truck. I was a milkman for 40-some years, and I drove in from Westchester all the way up to Albany. My point is, you're going into you're going into a school zone, you, you drop it right down. You slow and you creep through it. And the crossing guards have control. They're in charge of those kids. Unfortunately, here are these accidents here and there where kids get hit by a car. It sucks. You know what I mean? But... Where, where are all these people that are all for safety? How come they're not up in arms about, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? I got I got you loud and clear. I, I, I think, Jim, I appreciate the call. And by the way, you did wonderful. Uh, you didn't sound nervous at all. Thank you for the call, Jim. I, I agree. And, and maybe the backlash will come. Let's go to Diana in Connecticut. I believe Diana wants to talk about the migrants. Is that correct, Diana? Uh, yes, just to let you people know that we are also getting them now. We've spotted two bus loads in the Danbury Ridgefield Bethel area in the last week, and we called the the uh, governor Lamont's office, and he they're saying they have no knowledge of it and they can't do anything about it. Well, we are a sanctuary state, so I'm clear on that. But the thing is, they, they should have put some notice. And like you say, they're doing it in New York, putting it, them at these undisclosed places. But, you know, they're quite visible. The business people saw them. They're staying at Motel 6. And who's paying for them, Dominic? Who? <laughs> you, you already know, Diana. You already know. You are. You are. Your neighbors are. Uh, I am uh, anybody that's an American citizen. You're, you're paying via your taxes. You know this. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, anyway, you're not alone because we're we are what forty five minutes from Newburgh. So either they're coming out of the Newburgh or they're coming straight up from the city. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure there's probably a few more too, maybe lower Fairfield County or upper. Um, north towards, uh, you know, Waterbury or uh, New Haven. 
We just don't know. But I think we should be alerted, at least alert us to the fact that right. they're coming. Right. Spineless politicians. Thank you for the call, Diana. Spineless politicians are not going to do that because they know the uproar that follows the moment you say migrants are coming. So Diana was speaking. I'm looking at one of the many monitors here that we have, Fox News and the Machete Professor. Uh, I guess it's her way of poking the system. She's smiling the entire time they're leading, putting her into the police car. And, you know, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. This lady is nuts. It's as simple as that. She's absolutely nuts. And who let this lady into a classroom? Who would let somebody like this teach children, the young adults in college? defies logic. I'm going to take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, but I want to speak to Audrey in Brooklyn before we do that. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm just really pissed off that this this little punk was picked up at his house and his parents are not doing anything about it. I think he should. they should get the boot camp. And if anything, I was totally against what happened, you know, on the subway. Well, we need a penny for these youth. Put them away because this is... Uh, Oh my God! I can't believe it. he just—he's gonna get away. No, we gotta put these, these punks in jail to assault anyone. But why would he hit a seventy-one-year-old person because he's stupid? That's stupid. Oh, it just—it oh, was a good weekend. I just kind of pissed off at that. That doesn't make sense. I'm seventy. I wish somebody would try to touch me. Kick him in the ball. Wait a minute, Audrey, you're seventy. Yeah, seventy-one soon. I don't look it. I don't feel it. Wow. Did you come on? You forgot me. My last year, celebrated. I, I, I didn't. I didn't forget you, Audrey. Old woman, but I love it. <laughs> you're you're a what woman now? Old woman, and I love it. Oh, by the way, I'm going for treatment for CKD, um, stage five, CKD, stage five. But the good thing about it is that I'm not on dialysis, and I have the best, the best doctor ever, and I feel very confident. And I don't want nobody saying they're praying for me. Pray for this country, but um, I'll be listening. Well, well, Audrey, Audrey, I appreciate your call. Thank you. And, um, and, and good luck with your health care. We're with you in spirit. And yeah. I'm, a, after the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, I'm going to respond to what you said, uh, in terms of you're angry about this young man, uh, who this young, this young, uh, young man with situations are unfortunate in his life. And he chose to, uh, attack a 71 year old man and punch him in the face. And um, I'm going to respond to that. Uh, notice I'm cool as a cucumber. I'm, I'm trying not to get worked up. It's Friday. We're about to go into Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to try. What, what what do they say in the movie? Musa. I'm going to try in Musa, whatever that is, in the commercial break. We'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls when we come back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Pandering politicians, it doesn't work. These politicians on the far left, it doesn't work. 
I don't know how many times we have to say this, the shooting of a 13-year-old in Newark, New Jersey, is inspiring and anti-crime. <gasps> anti-crime. And that's the right thing to do. They understand one thing and one thing only. But the shooting of a 13-year-old in Newark, New Jersey, is inspiring an anti-crime initiative in Newark for summer safety. The 13-year-old boy remains in critical condition after being shot Sunday, broad daylight, uh, of the 100 block of Boyd Street. Days later, a suspect was arrested with a 9-millimeter ghost gun and extended magazine in connection with the shooting. Mayor Roz Baraka says the initiative includes jobs for youth and young adults, mental health support services, and bringing resources directly to residents in hotspot areas. All great and wonderful, Mr. Mayor. Here's the best solution. Take the handcuffs off your police and let them police the city. Let them do what they do. Send out anti-crime units with undercover police officers that look just like homeboys, undercover police officers that look like they're Hasidic, undercover police officers that are Latino, you would never know they're on the job. Turn them loose and let them do their jobs and have their back. And I promise you, you won't have to spend all this money on these additional programs because these monsters will stop once they realize. And now I'm going back to Audrey's comment. Audrey just called in, and again, Audrey, we wish you well with uh, your medical treatment, and um, thank you for the call. Audrey referring to the 14-year-old boy, 14-1-4, arrested this week, allegedly slugging an elderly man in an unprovoked attack in Midtown. The man, 71 years old, it happened at West 55th Street near Broadway. So, I'm sure... His friends will tell people like me, journalists, oh, he's an honor student. He he does so much in the community. And how they got him on video, one fist is uh, clutched together. Uh, he's holding a fist in, in a video that he doesn't know, uh, uh, you know, surveillance video. You know, he, he things, things just were so tough for this young man at age 14 growing up and, and, you know, and he didn't get enough welfare and his mother didn't get enough food stamps. And that's what it sounds like. And it's like, to be honest with you folks, pull out that sympathy violin and let's just play that nonstop because at the end of the day, either you're a good parent or you're not. And it's reflected in your child's behavior And where's mommy and daddy or grandma and grandpa or aunt and uncle to a young monster like this, 14 years old? Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Vinny, Long Island. Good morning, Vinny. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. How are you? Good, Vinny. Go right ahead. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm listening to your commentary, and I, I can't agree more. We, you know, we need to have the parents be accountable, family be accountable, but also we have to realize that you have to, like you said, unshackle the police. Let them go out and do the job that they were tasked to do. We have to have faith in our police and in uh, their judgment 
to do the right thing. If you give them a long enough leash, we can bring in all all of these criminals and all of the the, the miscreants in society and and bring them and hold them accountable. You know, it, it's it's a two-edged sword. Family and the police. We got to go back back to basics. It's not that difficult. Yes, it, you're right, Vinny. It, it really isn't. And, and you know, I should have used that line that that we need to go back to <laughs> basics. You know, you're correct. Yeah. Vinny, I, I really appreciate your call and have a uh, great uh, Memorial Day weekend. Thank you. I'm looking online. Henry Doran says, we don't think about it, but it's true. Crossing guards are more important than politicians. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And... You know, uh, what's the best way I can say this? Do you think I'm afraid of a police officer or a homeboy? Which one you think I'm afraid of? Which one should I be afraid of? Police officers don't cause problems for me. They don't cause problems for any citizen. Oh, Dominic, how could you say that? Police corruption, police brutality. We have prosecutors for that. We have district attorneys. We have federal prosecutors. We have the Civilian Complaint Review Board. <laughs> Maybe, Dominic, you're in a bubble. You you don't understand what's going on. May, you know, sometimes I do question because I don't get a chance to see, like, like the machete professor. You think I'm going to believe her over a police officer? And by the way, she's suing the NYPD from another incident. You think I'm going to believe the machete professor who is absolutely out of her mind over the NYPD? Not going to happen, folks. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Okay, um, this uh, uh, Professor Rodriguez, uh, she should be in jail. She's a terrorist. She uh, she had a deadly weapon. Okay, that's uh, that was a machete. That wasn't a butter knife. And uh, I'm sure if they would search warrant her apartment or wherever she lives, they'd probably find guns. I mean, I have, I have no evidence of that. But, I mean, this is a, a woman of, of an organ. She's an organized, probably Antifa-associated group. Um, she believes in killing the police. She believes in killing all sorts of uh, ethnic groups. Um, why isn't this person in jail? Well, uh, I don't know if she's been released yet. Uh, I, I should have the answer, but but I don't know yet. I know she was taken into custody uh, several hours ago, and that's where things stand as of right now, Norman. It's very surprising, you know. When I when I think of the people that went uh, that 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 trespassed on January sixth, sitting 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 in in prisons for you know years already, some of them, um, and throwing the book at them, and I see this you know person chasing a reporter around with a machete, and uh, you know knocking knocking pro life literature off of off of, you know, students' uh, tables and stuff. And, and I mean, you know, and advocating killing the cops, I, 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 I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, I Norman, just, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you. And as you're speaking, thank you for the call, Norman. What I'm thinking about as Norman is speaking is which rocket scientist at Hunter College hired this woman? You've got to go through an interview right? Sometimes it's several people who would hire this woman. I mean, she comes in with all those tattoos. That's not a disqualifier, not my cup of tea, but it's not a disqualifier. And someone hired her. Now, you know, Dominic, she didn't show us her temper. 
<laughs> wow. Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. It's good to talk to you. Um, I wanted to first, before I get into my point, say I agree with you on crossing guards. Um, I pick up my grandson in school every day, and I talk to her, a lovely lady. But more importantly, what people aren't mentioning, they they are also eyes out there. Yes, I mentioned okay? that. They're You're not, correct. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I it's okay. It's listening. okay. It's okay. And, and they're invaluable and far more valuable than most politicians, I agree. Yes. Um, the, the David from the Bronx, I think he misunderstood me yesterday. I wasn't calling protesters animals. I was calling the people who are destroying this generation animals, okay? I don't want him to get the impression that I'm a racist because I'm not. Far from it. And I think that the problems that are going on in as far as crime and, it, and the lost generation and the schools and the influences are getting in the media, all of these problems aren't going to be fixed by politicians. They're going to be fixed by black folks, okay? That's a fact, and that's that's not something – that's not an opinion because until that happens, it won't be fixed. But I believe it will be, and I would submit to David and to you that if you ever want somebody to dialogue with somebody like that on the phone, unlike Larry, who I think even shocked David <laughs> with what happened when you tried to put him on with him last night, that won't happen with me, okay? So I would always be willing to do that. But I'm hopeful, but I see why people aren't, because I like the story today. It's grim, man. And this is a generation that, whether they know it or not, they're crying out for help. They're being killed. The people that David are worried about are being primed for a life of rioting and jail and crime. Absolutely. And, and I don't know why that doesn't bother him. Well, I, All I, I'm going to say I, 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 Robert, I have to step in because I have under a minute left. Thank you, Robert. We'll continue this next week. One. You too. Right. And I have to bring in Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, what you, Dominic. What do you have coming up, well, Mr. Uh, Ty and Sue? Hey, I'm following your lead. You, you look uh, good, man. Thank you, you. You look like uh, $3 million. Oh, gee, well, with inflation, that's not that impressive <laughs> these days. Uh, I am uh, going to do Ask Frank Anything for the next hour. I will take questions on any subject whatsoever. However, 800-848-9222. And then Dylan Radigan. A lot of people may remember him from his work on cable news. He's currently in Europe, a much more convenient time for us to talk. We're going to chat about the debt ceiling, the possibility of default, this Russia-Ukraine war. We're going to talk about trade education. And I have uh, denunciations to get to as well. So a full pack show. Frank Morano's coming up right now, folks. You want to keep it right there. I'll be back on Monday. And I'll be in for Greg Kelly Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. Have a great weekend. Up next, Alex Barnard, News Headlines. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.